Welcome to the Challenge to Change podcast. Today I want to focus on Earth Day, which is coming up on the 22nd of April of this year. So we really are now counting down to that day because it's quite soon. Earth Day takes place um, every year on the 22nd of April and it's been actually happening since 1970 believe it or not so it's something that we've been focusing on for quite some time obviously the scope of the day um, and the the movement has grown um, over time um, but it's actually been something that we've been doing since 1970 so This year, the focus of Earth Day is investing in our planet. What does that actually mean? How do we invest in our planet? Well, it means investing environmentally rather than financially, um, although doubtless um, financial um, elements do come into it as well, indirectly. Um, So how can we do that as individuals? Um, There's there's actually quite a lot that we can do um, and we can make these things quite large or quite small and I think it's important to remember that small actions collectively add up to a large impact so however much of an impact we feel that we can have as individuals collectively it does make a big difference. So I'm just going to list a few things um, that we can do um, to celebrate and promote Earth Day. Um, So one of those things is planting a pollinator garden. And I'll talk more about that in a moment to explain what that actually is. We can also get involved in a tree planting project or simply just plant a tree. Um, We can try to champion sustainable fashion and again I'll talk more about that in a moment and one of the other things that we can do um, is just simply create awareness of the environment create awareness of Earth Day um, you know helping to promote and spread that movement and just having those conversations about the environment and those changes um, that we all need to make And then another thing that we can also do is actually thinking about um, the waste that we create. So obviously it's quite recently been um, the Great British Spring Clean. That's actually just taken place just a few weeks ago. And obviously that is about about litter picking and it's about, you know, it's about promoting those messages about keeping Britain tidy um, you know, making sure that we, you know, take take our take our litter home with us. We don't drop litter. That we don't fly tip, and we actually think about the environment and and how important it is. Um, but again, within um, Earth Day, that is also a key message um, when we're thinking about investing in our planet. You know, thinking about 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 litter and the waste that we produce. So going back to a pollinator garden, what actually is that? What does that mean? Well, in a nutshell, a pollinator garden is a garden that encourages pollinators. So an example of a pollinator is a bee 
um, or a butterfly. That's just two. There are there are more. Um, so these are um, insects that come into the garden and actually just basically um, spread that pollen around, which obviously then encourages um, you know flowers and plants to to grow elsewhere. Basically, so it's a natural process that takes place. But unfortunately, due to the decline in pollinators, it's something that's actually happening less and less, which is quite concerning, really. Um, and obviously, pollination is something that's, that is actually vital to um, the survival of, of, of human beings. You know, we, we need that. We need pollination um, for our food. Um, there has been a decline in um British meadows since the 1930s so habitat loss um, you know obviously things like you know buildings um, you know developments and that kind of things basically changes within our world has helped to unfortunately you know reduce um, pollinators so one of the things that we can do as individuals um, is actually have our own pollinator garden now these don't have to be you know great big gardening projects um, you can simply um, plant wildflowers in a plant pot or in just a very very small patch of garden or you know a small a small amount of, of you know soil within a within a yard it doesn't have to be a great big um, garden in order to make a difference within our household we have we now have um, a small a very small garden and within that that garden we have just planted um, some wildflowers using uh, something called seed balls and you can actually buy them in, in many different places now we simply got ours from a, from a local supermarket um, they weren't expensive and all you simply have to do is, is just scatter them onto the ground and just make sure that they are watered um, regularly you, know, you can you can simply you know you can follow the instructions on the packet or you can just google how often to water new seedlings it's not it's not rocket science it's pretty easy to do and i think it's fair to say that if i can do it <laughs> anyone anyone can do it because i i don't i don't class myself to be particularly green fingered um but but you know we're, we're, we're giving it a go and um Yes, we hope to have our own small pollinator garden. So I will keep people up to date with the progress on that. So that's a pollinator garden. Obviously, a tree planting project or planting a tree is, you know, it's 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 pretty obvious stuff. So if you know if you want to get involved in in a in a wider project, then I would certainly encourage you to do that. Or if you can simply plant plant a tree in your own garden and enjoy enjoy that process of, of watching it grow um which of course is a long progress um long process rather but 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 certainly a worthy one so the third thing that i mentioned was sustainable fashion um and you know what does that actually mean well it, it actually means lots of different things but i think for an individual is thinking about those purchases that we make, you know, if we're going to buy something that's new, then trying, if we can, to think about how that item of clothes has been produced, you know, 
you know, is it made from organic cotton? Um, where where has the the you know the item been made? You know, has it been made in the UK? Has it been made locally? You know, are we thinking about um, you know fairly traded items um, and that kind of thing? You know, there's there's lots of different things to consider when making um, a purchase of something if we're trying to think more ethically about how that item has been created and certainly not everybody has the means to purchase something um, that is um, organic and super ethical because often there is a, a greater price tag associated with items like that but some people do have those means not all of us do but you can still um, champion sustainable fashion without buying something um, that is um, super expensive but super ethical because you can look at things that have been pre-loved and by pre-loved it simply just means it's second hand. So you can go to charity shops, you can go to second hand shops, you can buy things online that are second hand. Um, obviously then more often than not it tends to be a lot cheaper and of course um, environmentally it means you're not contributing um, in a grand way to you know carbon emissions and so on because you're purchasing something that has already been produced still need to obviously consider you know where that item is obviously if it's traveling um, many 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 miles especially if it's air miles then there is still, you know, um, emissions associated with that. So also thinking about, you know, buying local as well as secondhand. But another thing that we can do, um, which is really easy, and it's certainly, you know, there's no, no money being spent particularly, or not directly in this case, is thinking about the clothes that we already have and how we care for those clothes. So following the washing instructions on the label, it sounds obvious, but lots of people don't do it. They just kind of, you know, wash something without thinking about what the item is and how it needs to be cared for. I know that I have been guilty of this on many occasions. You know, if I've perhaps got a t-shirt that's got um, a design on the front rather than perhaps washing it inside out. I've washed it with the label on the outside, which has then caused that design to fade. You know, if you've got something, I don't know, um, perhaps certainly if it's children's clothes that have got lots of sequins on, more often than not, they, they tend to need to be maybe even hand washed or perhaps washed on a lower temperature. Again, you can consider washing those inside out. And just really just following those instructions on the item and sort of not perhaps just, you know, you know, just kind of rushing in and not thinking about it. Another thing that we can do is is mending um, the clothes that we have. So utilising sewing skills, if we have those, to try and fix the, the items that we've already got. Now, not everybody is a keen sewer. I'm certainly not a keen sewer. I can pretty much man it, you know, master a needle and thread um, in, um, you know, <laughs> rare circumstances. But it is something that we can upskill ourselves on. So, you know, there are there are 
sewing projects. There are groups that you can join to in, improve your, your skills in that regard. Um, you can also obviously, um, as I myself have done on more than one occasion, um, utilise the help of friends and family. Um, my mum is, I wouldn't say a keen sewer, but um, she's certainly uh, more keen than me. So, you know, if we have items that, um, you know, are in need of, of being fixed in some way, I'm very lucky that I can, uh, <laughs> I can uh, you know, call, call my mum to action and she, she will, will help us there. And obviously there is a great cost saving to be made by fixing things that we already have. But also significantly, there is a positive impact on the environment because by carrying the clothes that we have, we're not throwing them away. Um, obviously, you, you know, you, you can't give something with a hole in to a charity shop and certainly not all charity shops have the facility to mend the things that have been donated to them. Some possibly do, but not all. So rather than creating waste, we are decreasing waste and also we're not contributing um, to the production process of purchasing new clothes because we are retaining and improving the clothes that we already have. And we can also think about upcycling, um, you know, our clothes into other items, repurposing them in some way, reusing them in some way or decorating them, you know, making them look quite different and unique um, for us. Um, rather than, again, buying something new. So one of the other things that's, that's actually really important when we're thinking about investing in our planet and when we're thinking about Earth Day um, is, you know, things like taking your litter home, making use of public bins, not, not fly tipping, not dropping our litter onto the floor. And if we can, getting involved in litter picking projects that happen um, all over the UK, um, you know, in lots of different areas. There's, there's, you know, it's generally quite easy to find out what projects are going on. But if you don't want to do that and you would just rather um, do your own litter picking, you know, that's absolutely fantastic too. And it would be wonderful if there didn't need to be litter picking projects but unfortunately at the moment we're not at a point where every single person takes responsibility for the for the waste that they produce and there's lots of different reasons for that so collectively we can try and work together to improve our environment by by litter picking and one of the other things that we can do when we're thinking about investing in our planet and Earth Day is just simply creating awareness. I think if 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 we feel we can do nothing else other than just spreading those positive messages about how we can help the planet just by having conversations with people, by sharing posts on social media, by involving ourselves in those conversations and actually promoting those important messages these things do make a difference. As I've said previously, both in this podcast and in previous podcasts, collective action has a big impact. So even if we feel that what we're doing is quite small, it adds up to a big change for the planet, um, both our, you know, our local environment, but the, the global environment as well. And I think fundamentally, when we think about it, 
it's probably what most people want. You know, most people want the planet to be healthy so that we too can be healthy. It is ultimately what I think most people want if 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 we think about it and if we have time to think about it or simply give ourselves time to think about it. It's what most people want. And sometimes it may be that we simply just don't know where to start. So hopefully these ideas that I've shared with you today will help give people somewhere to start and you know by starting and then keeping going we we really can make a big difference so hopefully you found that useful and hopefully um everybody that listens to this podcast will be able to spend some time investing in our planet for earth day but actually for the earth overall as an ongoing movement um where possible every day. Thanks for listening.